This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The perfect lunch meal is what we are speaking about now with Chef Cynthia. And I was saying to Babsi, and I'm actually, Babsi, I'm going to send you these pictures. I'm going to ask that you please um, post them on X because I want for our listeners to be able to see the, the, baby the plating of Chef Cynthia. So I'll send them to you just now. Ne? But Chef Cynthia is in the house, the Chef Cynthia Tibe, and she's speaking to us about her love for food. But Chef, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm good. Let me start off with the issue of plating. Mm. They often say, I'm already eating. The power listener knows my love for food. <laughs> but they often say that, um, you know, you know, you have your first meal as you look at the food. Mm. That you have to, the, the, the plating is very important. Yeah, the plating is, food must always look like that. Whether it's home or work, whatever time I cook, it has to look like that. No ways. My plates have to look like that. So now I no no. I'm very careful with plating. Well, uh, why is it important for you to be plating perfectly? I think it goes um with practice. I didn't really care how my food looks. Mm-hmm. I would just put plate and just eat and eat. And then obviously I went to culinary school. That's when you start seeing, or no man, this is how things are done. And when the next person starts doing it untidy, I get irritated. <laughs> Let me assist. Unfortunately, I can't. Yeah. But then plating is important. It makes your appetite, it, it builds up your appetite as well. So yeah. Is there then a specific way that you would prefer for someone to eat the food? No. Okay. You can eat however you... I mean, we... I like I like to eat my meat last because I like meat. Yeah. But somebody else will just eat meat and everything together. But kase chef, kase culinary, you eat everything together. Okay. And then ufeta everything together. But then it doesn't really matter. So... <laughs> okay, as long as yeah. you've eaten. As long as you've eaten. <laughs> but then how did you even get into this how did you get into being a chef um and you know how did your love for cooking really start okay i'll start way back in metric okay you go to metric you know then you all waiting for your results and 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 mm. and then i the results like they come out and then i didn't do so well and then i'm like yo should i stay home or should i just find something to do and then I started checking, checking, checking. Then I found something that says hospitality. What is this hospitality? Talks about cooking. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? Let me just do this cooking thing. And then started hospitality studies, started cooking, 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 obviously as a student. Then when we were in school, I think our third year, that was our last year, a lady came who was looking for five people, five best students. Mm-hmm to come work in her restaurant. And then I was one of those. And then I went, started working there, but I didn't work as a, as a, in the kitchen, uh-huh. funny enough. 
I worked at the back. I worked uh, as a cashier. And then as time went, the, the chef resigned. And then that post was open. Then she approached me. She's like, Cynthia, this post is open. It's either you take it or we give it to someone. Just give it a try. That's when I started giving it a try. And then I'm really? like, oh, okay. Then I started cooking then on a busy and heavy duty base. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's when it's, that's how it started. Then I worked, worked, worked. I worked a couple of places until I resigned. And you started your own business. And then I started my own business. <laughs> and we'll get to your business, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad that you mentioned someone that opened a door for you, right? How important is this in the culinary space? Because I think we often see chefs, you know, cooking and being behind the kitchen for such a long time that they even have gray hairs by yeah. the time that they actually decide to resign. How important was it for you for someone to say, listen, Cynthia, try it out? Um, it, 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 it became important after I've tried because at that moment I was just comfortable with my pay, getting my pay, doing my, what do you call, my cashier job and then mm. going back home. But as soon as I started cooking, I realized that, oh, wow, this is fun because she would allow me to draw up menus. It was like a free, a free there was no strict menus. It's like you could decide what you want your people to eat. Mm. Then it made you study more because you want to read or what am I going to give them tomorrow? What am I going to give them tomorrow? Then you start getting that interest and interest. The interest just started building and building up. So it's very important for somebody to, especially for people who want to be chefs, for it's very important for people to acknowledge them and just say, you know what, come here. Let's do this together. Mm. And then, yeah, because most of us are not getting the recognition we should. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a, I think it's an industry that is underlooked. Yeah. You think so, really? I think so. I think so. And I think people don't take it as serious as others. Some people just do it for, for the money oh, or wow. for the fun of it. Mm. And then some of us do it for the passion. I'm passionate about food. I cook every single day. I cook whether I'm working or not. I cook. I just cook to take pictures. That's how how much I cook. That's definite passion. Yeah, I, want, I, want, I want to know where do you get your energy? <laughs> she always says, she always tells my aunts that, you know what? Maybe there's a psychological problem because there's no way somebody can cook like this. Now I would cook. I would be sick, but I would still cook for you. Sure. <laughs> But I mean, cooking is therapy, right? I mean, I love cooking as well. I'm, I'm not as much as you, definitely. But it's therapy. It's therapeutic, isn't it? It is. It is, but not when you're doing it as a job. <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing it, yeah. But it, but it is. I love cooking. Yeah. That's how it is. That's how, how that's how bad I get. So how to in the morning? You already have like an idea of what, okay, breakfast will look like this, mm. lunch will look maybe like this, mm -hmm. and what? I do setups at my house and ask my family to take a bath. Bath, bath, lunch. Like by a bath, by a restaurant. Really? I'm not exaggerating. That is so beautiful. I am not exaggerating. That is really so beautiful. Mm. So I mean, I know that you love like healthy kind of food, right? Um, <laughs> or healthy-ish kind healthy -ish, of food. Healthy-ish, But I suppose yeah. cooking in itself 
is healthier than going to a restaurant. It is healthier than What is your favorite dish? Like, what do you thoroughly enjoy making? Hmm. That's a difficult one, yo. <laughs> I enjoy food, yo. So I enjoy a lot of things. I enjoy the meal we made today mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm lazy to make it. So if I made it, we it, are very special. Yeah, you are very, very are special. Very special here yeah, at Power. <laughs> I enjoy it. Yeah, so I love African African food. I'm more the pap type of girl, you know. Yeah, the jota tamanga papa, like your your hard bodies, your oxtails. Yes, I'm that type of a person. I like that kind of you know, yeah, hard body. Mm. I love that kind mm. of food, yeah. So I make everything. We will someday I'll just wake up and say, Oh, today we are having a seafood platter. I'll still enjoy it. Sure. But if it's my choice, um if I could eat mutoto, you know what mm-hmm. is mutoto? Like muro. Okay. Muro. Yeah. Yes. I love food with mutoto. Yeah. Yes. Pap and Mototo. And, That's it. Yeah, and Machina and whatever. Yeah, I love basic, basic. I'm um, very basic food. and simple. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned the dish that you've brought for us today. Please share with the listener. Okay, today I made uh, lasagna, car roasted veggies with. Uh, uh, garlic sweet corn. I actually wanted to make mm. you garlic bread, but then I felt oh, that lunch is already heavy. The lasagna is already heavy. Then I just switched it to the sweet corn. And then with a uh, chicken wing and a green salad. Beetroot. Oh, beetroot. Oh, Another thing, beetroot is my is my thing. If my friends are listening right now, they know who beetroot and me. We are like this. <laughs> Even lower now, got a kit of Kupotun Kitarela. Lausa Mwala, kit ladies. Like a Lausa Mwala, it's gonna be on your menu. That's fine. You and my mother would get along. <laughs> Mama Lena, beetroot with everything. Yeah, meal. no, beetroot, beetroot goes with everything. <laughs> so, do you have anything that inspires you? Like with your menu creation? I mean, what, what Cholo and Najori, you know, you wake up in the morning and you decide, ah, let me just make a seafood platter. Mm. But is there anything specific that inspires you when you're going to be making a menu for people? I, I, another thing that in, inspires... Oh, for people? Yeah. Oh, obviously I look at uh, who's going to be eating. Mm-hmm. And I ask my clients what they want or what they would prefer. And I check Uri, what type of clientele am I dealing with mm. at this present moment. Then that's what ins- that would inspire my meals for that particular day mm. or that particular event or that particular meal. Okay. Yeah. Right. But if it's for myself, they eat what I want to eat. My appetite inspires me. <laughs> Not like I cannot, but they enjoy. They, yeah. I think they enjoy. It's a, it's a surprise for Bona. You know, they I just, mean, if, if it's if this is anything to go by that I'm eating here, then I understand why they enjoy it, right? Yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> but what about the local community? Mm. I, I mean, your your family. Work about what but share with us about your local community, and uh, engage about you know you being a chef. 
you being able to cater for them? How do you have that engagement? But also ensuring, I mean, I had another conversation a week or so ago with another caterer and she said, you know, the issue with the local communities that let decide on how much and then something happens and you don't get that full payment. How have you spoken to your community about, guys, this is what I do. This is how I can help you. This is, you know, and so forth. I want to help you in this way. Um, and then ensuring that, you know, you still get your pay <laughs> and you're still nice about it. Okay. We'll start the pay. Yes. Not before I give a wreck. I want money up front. Okay. Yeah. It's either you give me half and then you can pay the rest later. I go by word of mouth, basically. That's my engagement with everybody else. Mm. It's it's somebody that knows me, or that would that would have came to an event that I was catering for, and then they would get my details and contact me and and so forth. So it's not like I deal with the community only that I that I'm that around in, yeah. that I'm in. Kitilali everybody yeah. everywhere we go everywhere. So. Payments, okay, payments, about Tobaso Kodisa, but unfortunately for me, I don't go through that. Hmm. It's only companies that will delay payments, but eventually But individuals like me and you, if I'll ask you, uh uh-uh, give me 50%, and then I'll do your work. As soon as I'm done, you pay me the balance. Hmm. I never come across people who don't want to pay. I don't know. Maybe, but I never come across people who never want to pay. Yeah. It never happens. It has never happened. Okay. And again, the people I work for, a lot of them are people that know me through someone. It's like, okay. yeah, that's, it's a friend of a friend of a friend. So, they don't want to with other people mm. because of the money-wise. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of a lot of sense. Do you have any involvement in like food events or initiatives, body cookout, do that type of thing? Not really. You know what I've started doing recently. Mm. Um, we moved to a new place last year, so what I started doing is hosting lunches for ladies or like little parties. But I can unfortunately I can only take twenty people and below. Okay. They come to my place. I do a setup. That's where she comes in. She sets up the tables and what, what. Then I cook, and then we, we, we host people from. They pay us like a plate, like you are going to a restaurant. Yes. And then we, we just serve lunches. Mm. So it's been going well so far, and it's something that I want to go into, grow it bigger. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that sounds absolutely fun. And you know, Chef Cynthia keeps talking about she. There's a lady that she's here with, that Chef Cynthia is here with, that's been taking her photos and assisting <laughs> her also set up just to give an idea to the listener about what she means. Talk to us about your business. When did you start? When did you go into, when did you branch away from, you know, being in an, an employee? Yeah, being an employee to being an owner. Uh, 2016. Okay. I think 2016 it was when I decided or I want to start my own thing. But when I resigned from work, I thought it was going to be because I calculated my salary where I was working. I'm like, oh, no, you know what? If I can make this salary a month, 
then I am good. Then I thought, ah, oh, Mar, it's easy. I don't earn much. I, I can make this, you know, yeah, in a month or so. Then put in my resignation. Then I start. Start, start. I, I decide to start a shop in Mamilodi. Uh-huh. Then I said, I'm going to sell Pchisanyam. Uh, uh-huh. Didn't go far. Three months down the line, I couldn't pay rent. And then I had to, they had to close my things in, oh, my equipment no. in. and <laughs> Yeah, but that's how it goes. That's how you learn, That's right? how you learn. <laughs> and then I moved uh, to a flat in Sunnyside in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved there, there's a friend of mine. I just want to mention her name. Her name is Stella Ogema. She was like, you know what, my friend? Just come. Come work with me. She, 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 she's got a training school. Okay. Yes. She says, come work with me. Let's do this. And you know what? Then I'll start giving you small jobs. That's when I started like cooking for people, like small offices. I would go to her. She would have uh, uh, clients every week. Mm-hmm. Then I would go, I would go, I would go. Then, yeah. Then I started meeting other people who were also interested. Then it started growing Big and big and big like that. Okay. Yeah. That sounds, it sounds great that, you know, you had people, like you say, people that keep opening doors, you know. I had people that kept on opening doors until I met a lady who really opened my doors. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying those other ones didn't, Mm. you know, like it was like you open a door, then you meet someone else. Then I met a lady um, through my friend. Her name is uh, Cynthia Mkombo. Mm. When I met this lady, she asked me to come and do a function at her house. And then, okay, she said she's got, I remember that day, she said she's got 10 people. I must come and do an event at her house. Then I went there, did my thing with my friend, did my thing, we did the thing, we did the thing. I, and then she was like, oh, I'm impressed with this lady. Then she started giving me jobs, started giving me jobs, only to find out where she's got a big, big company wow. that needs uh, a caterer on a, like on, on a full a time, basis. on a regular, yes. regular basis. That's when, that's when my doors really started opening because yeah. it's like, I think she's influential. I hope she's listening. <laughs> uh, I hope she's not listening. I don't know. I think she's a very influential person. So... When people see you doing things for her and when people like what, if she says she likes what you did, what you did for her, mm. then everybody wants you. Nice. So that's when it started. It started. That's it started. lovely. Yeah. That's really lovely. Mm. Um, on X, Monchu says, please ask Chef Cynthia, what are the three kitchen tools she can't do without? My frying pan. I think I've replaced it like 20 times. Sure. Yeah, like it breaks. It's not industrial. It's a it's a normal frying pan, those electrical ones. Okay, yeah. yeah. It makes life easy because I can move around Leon. Even if I was coming here, if I needed to make fish, mm-hmm. I was going to make it here. I need to move around, got that frying pan. It's something that I cannot uh, do, without. do without. Okay. Yeah. And then... What else? Pods. I mean, you can't make a meal, you can't without, make pods, right? a meal without pods. 
But that is the, 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 my main, main thing that I can't do without. It's that particular frying pan. Frying pan. And I replace it so much because I buy them the non-stick. It's kalikilivizika, scratcha, or whatever. And then we have to get rid of it. And then, yeah. Okay. Mm. What are your hopes and dreams for your future and for the business? Oh, for my business to grow. To grow at a nice level. Yeah. You know, at the level that I'm comfortable with. Um, I don't want to be competing with the next person. Mm. I want Ndautazi to be on its own, like to just stand out on its own. The simplicity that I do, I just want to keep it that way. I don't want to overwhelm myself. I don't want to follow the trend. I'm not a trend person. So I don't want to find myself now following trend or worry this and this. So my, my, my dreams, Jay, is just for my business to grow. Yeah. And myself to grow spiritually, financially, and mentally mm-hmm. also. Yeah. And just then your contact details for people who would like to get in touch with you. How do they do so? They call me or they WhatsApp me. Unfortunately, I don't have body Twitter handles, body Instagram. Like I said, it's like I, um, I do... A word of mouth uh, yeah. A business. Yeah. yeah, they can give me a call or they can send me a WhatsApp. I go everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. We go everywhere in SA. Yeah. Yeah. What's your number? 082-629-8173. All right, Chef. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the food. Thank you. And all the best with your company. I hope that it grows and grows and grows in leaps and bounds. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chef Cynthia Tibe there, speaking to us about her business, the work that she does, obviously all things cooking. You can go onto our X page at Power FM 987 and you'll be able to see the food that she's brought along with. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.